Hey everyone, this is John Hansen, host of It's All Good, a Block Club Chicago podcast. And I hope you're having a great day. This is episode three, The Barber and The Voice. And we'll introduce you to him in just a little bit. But I do want this podcast to be able to be a chance for you to share your good news, big or small, so we can keep kind of positive vibes going. And uh, you can share it with a voice memo and email to podcast at blockclubshy.org. You can type it out too, but it's better to hear your voice. We're going to get a phone number too in the coming days, so stay tuned for that. Uh, But one listener reached out and she had some really great news. I'm Katie Yo. I am the founder and executive artistic director of ABLE, which stands for Artists Breaking Limits and Expectations. And this week we are celebrating our fifth anniversary of creating theater and film projects for, with, and by individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Over the past five years, we have built a really incredible community, not just of our actors with disabilities, but also of teaching artists and volunteers and arts organization partners and amazing audience members from all around Chicago. And since we've gone virtual, now we're literally, we've gone all around the world. Uh, We've had audience members as far away as Singapore and New Zealand tuning in to see our work. Uh, If you want to see what we do, our spring project, Romeo and Juliet Remix, is coming up on June 18th. Uh, Watch our website for more information on how you can get involved. It's awesome. It's www. Well, they're all they all start that way. Ableensemble.com. A-B-L-E Ensemble, which I didn't know how to spell right away. E-N-S-E-M-B-L-E. Dot com to check out that. Okay, we got great news from some of our reporters too, including Alex Hernandez. He covers Lincoln Square, North Center, Irving Park area, and he had good news for him waiting in his inbox. I was going through my emails on Monday. I had gotten an email from uh, one of our readers, Brian Check, who enjoys our reporting, has already donated to Block Club in the past. And as kind of a a, a sign of additional thanks to our newsroom, basically asked if I wanted some eggs from his chickens uh, (laughs) that he and his wife uh, apparently raise in uh, Albany Park. So uh, I'm set to pick those up uh, later on in the week. (laughs) Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. I I reached out to him and I was like, I I really appreciate, you know, the the kind note, because that's one thing about Block Club's readers where we get a lot of really nice, kind notes. This is the first time I've got gotten a note about chicken eggs that are fresh, uh, which is really, really cool. But I mean, I bet they're going to taste great. What are you going to, what are you going to make with them? Oh, chilaquiles at a minimum. Uh, mm. So, um, so yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's really, really cool where, I know Seamus, uh, our editor, is always saying that like the readers that Block Club has are some of the some of the best readers out there because they always show up when it comes to fundraisers. They always show up with these really really kind notes. And then, like I said, I was I was not expecting an email from a reader basically saying, "Hey, we love your reporting so much. We raise chickens. Would you like some fresh eggs?" You know, that's not something that most newsrooms I would expect you know get in their inboxes. Right. But that's an open invitation to anyone else. Let us know what other animals you're raising, people. <laughs> Let us know what other or food you can provide. I tell you what, journalists, If they're, they're, here's the key to a journalist's heart. It's free food, Alex. You and I know that well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's great news. Good luck. And uh, please let us know next week how they taste it, okay? You got it. You got a great beat. You do a great job, Alex. Thanks for hopping on with us today. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll have more good news from other 
reporters and listeners in just a little bit. But let's get to the main story here of episode three, The Barber and the Voice. I introduce you to the barber himself, David McDonald. I don't know Chicago. I don't have any family here. I don't have any friends. Um, they, I was instructed by a few people to say, okay, this is where you want to stay away from. Don't, don't go to the south side. And especially Inglewood, don't go to Inglewood. That's not the area that you want to be. And so I said to myself, I said, well, that's where I need to be. So I navigated, GPS navigated to Inglewood. And I kept driving around till I found a spot. And I just set up and I, I began to um, cut people's hair for free. Here in Chicago, we love our homegrown Chicagoans, people that have been here forever, the real, true Chicagoans. But every now and then, Jamie Nesbitt-Golden, we are graced by people who have meandered their way to our city for some reason. And uh, David <laughs> McDonald's got a real great story about his journey here. He got a, a sign from God to, to come here to the Midwest, all the way from Florida. So you see what he's giving up, right? We packed everything up. We we made, I made a video in December. It was like 75 degrees and had the beach in the background, the palm trees. And I was telling people that Chicago was my new home. To come up here and cut hair for free. And so he posts up on the corner of 63rd and Halsted, rain, shine, whatever. And he gets out his clippers and he just cuts the folks in a neighborhood. Like, and it's, and it's an incredibly dope story. He also had so many clients. Like he, this guy was an accomplished hair guy. I mean, he did everything. I cut NFL players here, professional baseball players, professional boxers, coaches, Richard Williams, Venus and Serena Williams' father is a good client of mine, a good friend. Colonel in the Army, one-star general, chief master sergeant. You know, I, I just, to say the least, there was no reason for me leaving. That was heavy on his heart was, you know, was happening here. And he said that he had spoken with his pastor who said that, you know, he'd also caught wind of, of this message for him. And his wife was already on board with moving up here. We were married for about four years. Chicago kept coming up because she, you know, she was like, okay, this is how God dealt with me. We had some intense conversations to say the least. I uh, love that the neighborhood he chose to work in is one in which when he told people he was going to Chicago was the neighborhood they said, don't go to. Right. And he's like, what? Psst, whatever. And I mean, and, but you hear that so many times, right? Like I can't tell, I can't tell you like how many times I've spoken to folks who aren't from here and they've recently moved here. They've been here for a while. And like, you know, folks will tell them to stay away from this outside. It's like, really? The nerve of you. No. Um, so he, bless his heart, he, he, he was like, no, no, I'm going to go straight over there. And for the most part, Inglewood gets a really horrible rap because, you know, like having covered Inglewood for the last couple of years, having grown up here, you know, you're talking about folks who have been in that, in that neighborhood for generations. I spent a year, I think about a year out there. And I didn't post nothing on, on social media. You know, I just was out there. And then I began to post. Hey, everybody. Good day. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful people. We're out here once again. I'm out here once again, I should say. Thank God for everybody. Anyone you know in this area that would like a haircut, free haircut, real free. Feel free to send them by. People, they didn't really believe it. You, you're going to cut for free? The average haircut is about $30 in that area. So when you say you're going to cut for free, they're taking chances. So they began to like, okay, 
let me try you out. And some of them, they, they haven't had a cut in a while because of the price. They were willing. And um, it just so happens that I'm, I've been cutting for 30 years. They're, they're, getting, um, they're getting a good cut. So it began growing and people started telling other people. And, you know, so when I'm there, it's pretty steady. Sometimes I'm out there for two hours. Um, there's been times that I'm out there for 12 hours. From little kids to, to, to your seniors, um, whether people are employed or not employed, it doesn't matter. Anyone could come. It's, it's mainly just to, I'm, I'm coming in the name of, of Jesus Christ. You know, that's who sent me. You know, he doesn't take tips from any of the customers he serves. He takes donations from the public, which helps him defray the cost of shipping back and forth from Lake County to the South Side of Chicago. I, I think what I can relate to it is, and I think everyone can, boy, don't you feel good after a haircut? Hairdressers are, you know, like our armchair psychologists. And- and there are cheerleaders. Getting a haircut or getting your hair done helps with self-esteem. And, and that goes doubly so for folks with little means. Like you, you know, they want to look nice. They want to look presentable, but they don't have the resources to do so. So this sort of helps them out in that way. You know, they get to feel good about themselves. They get to, you know, look fresh for whatever job interview they have, whatever picture day they have at school. Like, I mean, it's the little things that sort of, you know, help us. My main goal is to touch people's heart really. You know, the haircut, you feed someone, they're going to be hungry again. You cut someone here and it's going to grow back again. You know, I have people tell me that, that they've, they've regained hope in humanity. With all the mess that's going on in the world, you're seeing someone sort of, again, give so selflessly and just to, you know, make someone else's day better. And, and that sort of helps boost your own movement. You know, you want to kind of pay it for it in a way. It's, it's really dope. And he does do hair or he does cut hair in other parts of the city, but he mainly sort of focuses on this one intersection in Inglewood. Uh, I know this is a podcast, but Jamie, your nails are rocking it here today. I, I, I wish our <laughs> listeners could, could see this. Those are sharp, long and done. Like, yeah, this is, it's the one, the one thing I get to do to sort of like, you know, uh, go wild. I love good nail. Like give me a sharp, you know, nail that sort of doubles as a weapon and you got me. Like, you know, I want to look fly and be able to slash, you know, you know, if I have to. If you have you know. to. It's a little like you could almost Edward Scissorhand cut some hair. <laughs> Jamie, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was dope. We as barbers and stylists, we we, we are, um, we're here and Depending on what we what we pour into the people that may listen to us, they may not listen, but they may. Um, we can direct. Um, we can direct a, a whole generation. We can help one person at a time. You know, one person at a time. And we had another really sweet good news story that dropped on Wednesday. It's about Dala the dog and her owner, Kayla Malone, who is a truck driver from Alabama, but she, of course, crosses the country. And her dog, while she was stuck on the south side of the city at 63rd and State, uh, her dog, Dala, jumped out of the semi window and was lost. She like spent hours looking for the dog, couldn't find her. 
Uh, and obviously that's horrifying. She had to continue on her route. She was all upset. So then some people spot the dog on Lakeshore Drive, and our own photographer, reporter, Colin Boyle, uh, spots it too, calls animal control, and then that sets the wheels in motion. Eventually, people go to Facebook to try and connect this lost dog wandering on Lakeshore Drive with her owner. Kayla drove back up and picked up the dog and was really excited. It's a very sweet story, and she's from Alabama, and she has this perspective of Chicago. I think we've all heard this before, uh, that it's not a great place. We all know differently, but it took this experience for her to realize that. I have a little bit of audio I want to play for you. Keep in mind, this is from a cell phone call that was being recorded on the computer by Colin. You're going to actually hear him typing a little bit, too. All the help that I received from the Chicagoans these past three days with sharing posts and inspiring words and hopeful words. I have a whole different outlook on people in the world, period, and especially Chicago. And the main thing that I can say about Chicago is every skyline from Houston to Cincinnati to everywhere. Chicago is my favorite skyline. It does something to my soul. <laughs> so, and the fact that we got reunited in Chicago from the help of the people, it, I mean, it speaks volumes. It really does. That's awesome so great any dog reuniting with their owner story i am absolutely here to eat it all up and if it helps change someone's mind about what chicago is all the better more good news we go to mina bloom you know talking to mina bloom is good news no matter what mina so it's great to chat with you you brighten my day that's very sweet you brighten my day john (laughs) well we should just do this all podcast long people will love this uh no so uh last week we were talking about uh with pascal just two uh, people that make differences on their in their neighborhoods one square foot at a time and there are so many people like that across chicago and in the west humble park neighborhood uh, you've got someone else you chatted with yeah exactly i am working on a story right now about a longtime resident who's lived in west humble park for about 10 years and he has been working on this pretty amazing project in sort of a three four block stretch and what he's trying to do is make his block and the blocks around him the greenest blocks in chicago he is creating this network of, of gardens with um, wildflowers that he's foraged and fruit trees that some have been donated. You know, he's really trying to create this this sort of beautiful green landscape and make change in the neighborhood because West Humboldt Park has long suffered from food insecurity and problems with gun violence. Are you talking about like empty lots? Or are you talking about like he knocks on neighbors' doors and says, hey, I'm your neighbor. I'll help you out to help make this as green as possible? It's both. There are a lot of vacant lots and he is working with property owners and people, you know, who live on the block. And so he's kind of, he's knocking on everyone's doors and saying, you know, is it okay if I do this planting? And what we're talking about are these like right of way in front of people's homes. So technically owned by the city of Chicago, but he's, yeah, it's, it's a combination of both. He's, he's working with property owners, but also doing plantings and, and building beds, garden beds on um, on vacant lots as well. And they can be easily moved if people, if property owners decide that they want, you know, want them out. Is it um, mainly just for show or are there, are people then maybe encouraged to grow vegetables, even though I do it terribly? If I can get one good salad out of it, I'm like, look at look at my accomplishment. I know. It, it, yeah. It's very rewarding though. Um, it's a combination. So it's some a lot of the beds that he's growing in the right of ways are wildflowers that he's 
taken from empty lots or from overgrown lots. He's also built uh, garden beds with herbs and vegetables, and he's got some apple trees he's planted. So it's really, it's, it's a lot of different things. He's having kids from the nearby elementary school come and learn about gardening and about um, why it's important to, to eat fresh food um and he's he's hoping to partner with corner stores in the future and and you know sell produce to them really to get people eating healthier it's like a ripple in a pond mina one guy trying to make it one difference on one lot then two then three yeah and then other people feel empowered by the same thing and suddenly you've got a whole mile of greenery exactly that's exactly right i think that's exactly what he's trying to do here it was just this like really beautiful day that i was out there just witnessing the community really coming together it's all good mina yeah Exactly. (laughs) That's the name of the show. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) You're like, I knew that. All right, Mina, great story. Thanks for sharing it with us. Thanks, John. All right, we're going to keep this good news train going. I don't know. Is it a train, Jake Wittick? A good news bus? What do you want to call it? Uh, Maybe a plane. A good news plane. Yeah, because we're soaring to new heights. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's talk about market days. It was canceled last year like everything else, but market days looks like a a go, at least in some form or another. Yeah, the North Halstead Business Alliance, which organizes all the festivals in um, Lakeview's LGBTQ neighborhood every year. They announced yesterday that Market Days is coming back this year. It's going to be August 6th through 8th, which means instead of a two-day festival, they're doing a three-day festival for the first time ever. So it should be pretty huge. Same sort of lineup and stuff. Have they talked about what sort of distancing? Because Boy, I've been to Market Days many, many times. Obviously, pre-pandemic and distancing is like the opposite of what it is. I know this is going to be a challenge for a lot of street festivals. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they what the rules and regulations are. Um, the city just kind of announced that it's planning on entering phase five of our reopening by July 4th. So I think that's what sparked their announcement. Um, but yeah, Market Days is usually pretty packed. I don't know if they're just counting on everyone being vaccinated or if... Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rules and regulation yeah. to keep it safe. So we'll we'll sort it out. It's always ends up being the hottest weekend of the year, temperature wise. Now for Pride itself, I did hear no parade this year, correct? Um, no, they're actually hoping to do the parade. It just um, it's not going to happen the typical day that the you know the last Sunday of June, which is when the Pride Parade is normally held. Um, so they're looking at maybe sometime later in the summer, perhaps even after market days, along with Pride Fest, which is a smaller LGBTQ festival that we do every year in Lakeview. Keep up the good work, Jake. Yeah, thank you. And last but not least, a couple pieces of good news from listeners who wrote into podcast at blockclubshy.org. Got this from Kathleen. She says she got to give mom a hug and a kiss now that we're both vaccinated. That's great, Kathleen. Congrats. Kathy says uh, she was excited to be able to attend in person her son's graduation from college. She shouts out Aurora University doing a wonderful job making sure that the ceremony was up to their highest standards in a safe environment. Go Spartans! We got two messages from different Cindy's. Cindy with two E's says that her grandson is now officially a Marine. My family has now served all branches. Well, congrats, Cindy. That's great. And Cindy with a Y says, finally able to buy a new bed. Delivery is tomorrow. Oh, Cindy, I don't even know if you woke up in time to hear the podcast then because a new bed. Oh, I mean, you spend a third of your life on your bed. At least that's what the advertisements tell you to buy a good one. 
Cindy with a Y, I hope that it was for you. Now, what you can do to help us out to get as many listeners as we can, uh, not for my sake, but for Block Club Chicago and the great stories they tell, is to rate this podcast. You can leave a note, too. That always helps. But the biggest thing that you can do is hit the subscribe button or the follow button, depending on which service you're using. And the reason for that is it automatically then goes onto your phone or it pushes up to the top of the list what to listen to. That way you make sure you never miss an episode. Have I rambled on enough? I feel like I have. Okay, let's start that music now. That means that I'm going to be quiet soon, and I really look forward to next week's episode. Remember, they drop on Thursdays. Thanks so much for listening. I'm John Hansen. Till next time, have a great week. Thank you.